This is Bruce Boudreaux, and it's time for Clay's Canucks commentary live. Let's go with Clay right now. Hey, Canucks fans, and welcome to Clay's Canucks commentary live, presented to you by Van City Experts Real Estate. I am Clay Emo, Canuck Clay, and this is my Canucks take all in one take for Wednesday night. June the 7th. If you're new, here's what you should do. Hit the subscribe button now for your daily Canucks content. In fact, I did two videos today. If you're subscribed, you would have known that. And make sure you subscribe so you can get my videos and so you can get active in the chat section right now. So thank you for being here, everyone. Moderators, do what you need to do. Members, that's Legends, Hall of Fame, and Franchise members, thanks for your support as always. And to everyone else, no matter where you're watching from, whether in my beautiful neighborhood of Steveston and Richmond in the city, lower mainland province, country, continent, or around the world. Thank you for being here. You know that I know that you could be doing anything else, watching anyone else, getting ready for work, school, or bed, or all three, but the fact that you are here with me, I appreciate you, always appreciate you, and I never take you for granted. By the way, Justin, I'm wearing your favorite shirt. No, I don't know if it's your favorite shirt, but I know you asked me about it. Thank you. And then, uh, fangirl, I'm going to have to message you over the next couple of days and figure out what time you're going to be in Langley on Saturday so I can come out and say hello to you as I'm passing through, hopefully, that area of, of the Lower Mainland. So for tonight, I have about three or four smaller topics I want to touch on, and then I will turn it over to you for some hockey-related questions and then, of course, some Ask Me Anything to wind up. And then, yeah, about 40, we'll go for about 40 minutes or so tonight. I don't know if you saw my tweet or my Instagram story. We've set up the entire, you know, where I sometimes do the streams, where my TV is in the kitchen. We've set up that entire room for a big emo family slumber party. So I can't really invite you because I don't think that, it's, that that's the best look. But um, <laughs> we've set up five sleeping spots, Gail and me on the couch. Then there's another couch that usually Jacob sleeps on. And then we have an air mattress and a regular mattress. So we'll see if Jacob, uh, Sean and Kayla end up. So I don't know, you know, maybe that would be a, a poll question at the very end is how many of the emo family do you think, actually do it right now. How many of the emo family do you think will end up sleeping downstairs tonight? Now, I might go upstairs and watch wrestling and then fall asleep upstairs, even though it's very hot. Gil's already sleeping there with Mickey. Mickey doesn't count as a person, of course. And then Kayla, it looks like she will sleep down there. Sean and Jake aren't home yet, so I actually don't know if they will sleep down there. So out of the five humans, Mickey doesn't count. Put in the chat how many of, how many of the emo family members do you think will actually sleep downstairs tonight? Um, and, and we'll kind of go from there. All right, let's get going right away. Yes, Harry, there is Aircon. That's the whole point of why we set up. In fact, I'm going to show you guys right now before I start. <laughs> I don't know why, before I start talking about stuff that's important, I will show you what it looks like. Uh, let's see. Oh, here it is, right here. So this is what it looks like downstairs right now. So. We have, and if, if those of you that have followed me for a while, you'll recognize this. Do you remember when I used to actually do my stream sitting on a stool right here? 
where this computer was because you know because the window would be over my right shoulder if you guys remember that i used to do a lot of my streams and my videos from right here then of course sometimes i sit here and watch tv i've done videos on this couch facing this way so this couch is where gail and i will sleep this is where jacob usually sleeps and then kayla gets her nice uh we brought her mattress down and then sean will get the air mattress i don't think we're going to put anyone on the treadmill I guess if we moved it, we'd have more space, but we fit very nicely in here. I'm just not convinced that everyone is going to actually, um, is actually going to sleep there tonight. So we shall see. So put in the chat. Oh yeah, and here's the aircon, by the way. You probably, you probably figured that out. Uh, there's the air conditioner right now. It's doing, and there's my, my weights and then our TV, of course. And you guys, so I'm sure you guys recognize this room just from looking at it right there. Yes, and I know Fango, you remember those streams and others, especially those of you that have been around for a while. I know you guys remember all those streams. Let me go for about 10 or 12 minutes, and I'm going to just spend two or three minutes on each topic, and then I will turn it over to all of you. So a couple of these things I touched on, on through my videos today. So let's go. I'll talk about four things specifically. Number one, Archer Silovs, a finalist for IHF male hockey player of the year he's up against it's interesting Connor Bedard and Adam Fantilli of the world junior team uh JJ Paterka Moritz Sider there's another player uh Dominic Kubelik some guy I've never heard of and Archer Silovs remember Silovs was the tournament MVP of the world championships Latvia won their bronze medal so he may have a shot at winning this award I don't know what you get if you win this award maybe just bragging rights but we oh by the way I forgot to finish my whole intro subscribe like the video you can leave a donation and get the donation train out of the station hint hint you can gift a membership you can become a member you can upgrade your membership you can do all those things and if you're listening on a podcast platform please uh, rate and review now i'll get back to what i was saying so sea loves one of seven finalists for male hockey player of the year according to the double i hf double i so international ice hockey federation and of course any of these accolades that sea start to build up is a good thing uh we know he's not going to replace demko in the next one or two or three years but when demko's contract ends actually after he's got two more years left or three more years i want to say three but maybe it's only two yeah, no, Demko still has three more years left on his contract. An awesome $5 million contract. So maybe when he's done that and Demko's 30, maybe Silovs, that's his time. But nothing wrong with having a, a pretty good goaltending prospect in the system. So that was good for Archer Silovs. Second story I want to talk about very quickly is Gavrikov, the defenseman that the Kings traded for at the trade deadline. He, it looks like he's, he did sign an extension just under $6 million a season for two seasons. And that's why LA made those... That the crazy three-way trade last night or yesterday, LA, Philadelphia, and Columbus. Basically, Columbus gets Pro Provorov, Philly gets a bunch of young assets, and then um, and then LA Kings shed some salary. Of course, there's a lot more than that, but that was basically what it boiled down to. And then we knew that the Kings were shedding the salary to try and sign Gavrikov, Gavrikov, and they did now. The Vancouver Canucks connection here is Gavrikov's agent is Dan Milstein. And we know that Milstein re represents a lot of the Russian players, including Kuzmenko and Mikheyev. And there's some people were hoping that Gavrikov might come to Vancouver. I don't know how you can hope that. The Canucks had no money to sign him. So Gavrikov re-signs with 
the LA Kings. Yes, uh, thank you, Justin. I didn't, I didn't name everyone in the trade, but there are a couple more, a couple pieces around, including Kevin Connaughton. Very good. So that's the Gavrikov news. Then, um, actually, I'll talk about Steve Dangle last. Then, um, later in the day, after I posted my video, Pierre Lebrun of The Athletic posted one of his kind of, not random, but news and notes from around the league. And he had a small four-paragraph, um, four-paragraph, not dissertation, four-paragraph write-up is a better way. But I don't know why I, I froze there on Brock Besser. And I did a video about this already around dinner time. But basically, he was saying that, reminding everyone that the Canucks gave Besser's agent permission to seek a trade. And that didn't go well, or at least nothing came to fruition. And then it talks about how the Canucks are, are fine keeping him. And then it talks about how Brock Bester told Patrick Alvin that he wants to stay, whether that was in the exit meetings or he asked for a separate meeting. And then I tried to make, I made the point in my video that of the three wingers that we always talk about, Bester, Garland, and Beauvillier, that Bester is going to be the hardest one to move anyways because of his contract length and his contract situation. So if, if you're talking about, and we'll talk about Bester's play in a second, if you're talking about Bester as a trade chip, um, he's not very valuable right now. And you might actually have to add to um, what you have to give. So you might even have to throw in a sweetener, which, which would be silly to do, especially if Besser can be the player that we, we once thought he could be. Now, when I talk about those three forwards, Beauvillier is the most attractive because he's only got one more year left on his contract at a $4.15 million cap hit. Garland is the next most uh, attractive because although he's three years, he's only at 4.95, whereas Besser has two years left at 6.65. So yes, Besser's contract is one year shorter, uh, or he's here one more, uh, one year less, fewer, I should say, but he's making $1.7 million a year more than Connor Garland. So then if you're saying, okay, as much as we, I love that 6.7 in cap space, let's say we're not going to be able to move Brock Besser, then what kind of player are we getting? And I made the point in my in my video today that he still had 54 points. He had 18 goals and he had uh, 55 points, 18 goals and 37 assists, 55 points in 74 games, which is 0.74 points per game, which is pretty good. That's like second pairing, uh, sorry, second line production for, sh for sure. And was only a tiny bit off his career average coming in the year of 0.79 points per game. So he wasn't that far off. And But I guess even though his points were okay, Overall, he didn't excel in anything, though, because he only scored 18 goals, which is the second lowest of his career. And uh, more importantly, he's a minus 20. So whereas we've been applauding Besser for improving his defensive game, it really took a step backward last season uh, as he was minus 20, like I said. So my video was basically saying, if we're resigning to the fact that Besser is going to stay because A, he wants to stay, and B, the Canucks are going to have trouble moving him, then we really, really need Besser to be to step up a little bit. And maybe maybe he's inspired or challenged by how well Kuzmenko did, basically took his power play time as well. But um, Besser, yeah, um, we, he can still be a really, really good player, and it would be such an amazing bonus for the Canucks if Besser indeed um, has a really, really good season next season and, and the season after. Heck, if he has a really good season next season, then by trade deadline, March of 2024, you might look at moving him to uh, a playoff contender if the Canucks aren't fighting for the playoffs. So an interesting thought about Brock Besser there. Finally, 
something I talked about. I think I'm not sure if many of you saw it. If you follow Steve Dangle's stuff or SDPN, you may have seen it. But in the morning, Steve Dangle announced that he is uh, leaving Sportsnet after nine years with Sportsnet, um, and uh, it wasn't a surprise to me because I had heard and I just kind of saw the way things were going. Now both him and Adam Wild can join co-founder Jesse Blake as full-time SDPN employees. So uh, excited to see what they're going to do. Obviously, there's some things that he can't do. He won't be able to stream Leafs games anymore because that was under the Rogers uh, with their rights and everything. That was under the Rogers banner. But I know that Steve is very creative. So are Adam and Jesse. And they're going to look for other ways to get uh, do creative content uh, this upcoming season. Now, my role, I have a very small role, but I'm going to, uh, the plan is to come back to Game Over Vancouver. I can't speak for Sam and Kaya just yet as to their plans. I probably shouldn't until anything's uh, official. But for me, I will still do 20 to 25 games a year, uh, one third of the season for Game Over Vancouver. So um, it's an exciting time for Steve Dangle. Obviously, he's, he's not afraid to bet on himself, as they like to say. And uh, now he can be a bit more of his own boss. I think he really enjoyed his time at Sportsnet. I think he understands that it, uh, they gave him some really, really good exposure. I think Sportsnet also understand that Steve brought a lot of eyeballs to them. So it was a very um, it was a very good relationship. It wasn't like one party benefited um, and the other and the other party did not. I think it was a mutually mutually beneficial. But uh, like many bright young entrepreneurial type minds, I think Steve Dangle wants to be his own boss. He uh, he can flex more creative muscles when he's on his own. And when he's calling the shot so would love your feedback on that as well in a few minutes is um yeah and and, and a, a lot of people on have already commented on my steve dangle video from so my steve dangle video was my first video today and then brock Bester was the second video and a lot of people are commenting on the dangle video some people saying you know it's exciting good for him it's great that he's trying it some also saying that uh they're not the biggest steve dangle fans and uh, and then a bunch of people in between. So I'd love to hear your thoughts in this chat. Do you think Steve will succeed? And you're not going to offend me if you think that he's not going to succeed, even though I, I'm on one of the shows that that they produce. But let me know. Let me know your thoughts about, um, or, or do you applaud Steve Dangle? Do you think he'll do fine? Because the, everything he's touched so far has turned out pretty well. So you guys, a lot of things we can talk about tonight. Or you can go off the board and talk about the uh, talk about the Stanley Cup playoffs, what you expect from game number three tomorrow, whatever it may be. But in a couple of minutes, once I didn't do my Mitchell sponsor read and everything like that, I would love for you to talk to me about Archer Silovs, talk about Gavrikov and, and Milstein and Kuzmenko and, and Mikheyev. You can talk about Brock Besser and everything I just talked about. Or you can talk about Steve Dangle, SDPN, or anything else that you want to. So let me do my Mitchell sponsor read first. And then we'll get to all of your questions. Shout out to my primary sponsor, Van City Experts Real Estate. Contact Jason Lim and his team for all of your real estate needs. Shout out to my sec secondary sponsor, Perform and Transform, personal training and weight loss. Check out their services at ptform.com. Thank you to Gassy Jack Art, maker of this fine artwork. Thank you to Monkey Nine Brewing, my internal sponsor. And thank you to Vessi Footwear. Use the URL, tinyurl.com slash Clay and receive a free pair of socks off uh, free pair of socks when you make your next Vessi purchase. Also, a Mitchell reminder to you to subscribe so you can get my videos every day and get active in the chat section. To like the video, 
There are 27 of, in, of you in here, which is awesome, but only 11 likes, so let's bump that up. You can be the first one to get the donation train out of the station. It's raring to go. It just it needs a bit of a bit of a push. You can gift a membership. You can become a member. You can upgrade your membership. And if you're listening on a podcast platform, make sure you rate and review. All right, let's go with your Canucks hockey and playoff related questions. We'll do this for 10 or 15 minutes, and then we will go to um, ask me anything for the last five or 10 minutes. Justin, I think he'll be fine solely based on the fact that he's a Leafs fan and covers the Leafs. And we all know that gets all attention all over the country in hockey world, no matter what. Yeah, no, yeah, I think that's totally fair. And I think he's smartly positioned himself to where he is right now. That's a, that's a really good point, Justin. Thank you. Fangirl, is it safe to say that Kuzmenko is a natural playmaker like Bury was? No, I actually do not think it's safe to say that Kuzmenko I don't think he's a playmaker I think he's a scorer and uh, that's why he had all the goals that he had 38 or whatever it was um I don't even I wouldn't even say Bure was a playmaker Bure was very fast I mean he made a lot of things happen but I'd say like the Cliff Ronnings of the world were the playmakers and Bure was more of a finisher no uh, Bure could make plays for sure but uh Kuzmenko I, I he doesn't create a lot for other people if you notice Others set him up. Like think of all the times that he he tipped the puck in or put the puck in off a rebound or one timer near the crease, or when he when he deeks, often he deeks to set himself up. When there's not, there's nothing wrong with that, but I I wouldn't uh, classify Kuzmenko as a playmaker. No problem, Jasker. And it was a Pierre LeBrun article in the Athletic. He it was a an article about many 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 stories from throughout the league many tidbits that's the word i was looking for and then he had a four paragraph section on besser basically saying that besser would like to stay and the canucks would have no problem keeping him and that's basically as i pointed out in my video that's my way of saying that the canucks know that it's going to be very hard to trade him jastron did you see kuzmenko's six pack he has built no i have not looked I, I do not seek out pictures of of kuzmenko's you know stomach area but um i will go look it up Maybe. Just don't want a bunch of goofy stuff appearing on my phone. Prediction of JT Miller. Will you be better defensively and still produce 80 points? I think the answers are yes and yes. If you're a better team, then you'll... Yeah, if you're if you're a better team, if you have a healthy Demko, I think naturally the defensive stats will look a little better. And I really think he enjoys playing under Rick Tockett. And then I do think that... Uh, I, I do think that he can still produce 80 points. I, I think he is... A point of game player i really do on his instagram thank you jastrin fangirl how likely is it that myers gets traded this summer i'd say more unlikely than likely that bonus payment or that payment that we keep hearing about isn't until september 15th so um technically i guess if a trade happens for for myers i see it happening very late summer after september 15th but for all intents and purposes it wouldn't happen until the fall Pierre-Luc Dubois, I've always liked him the year that uh, we took Yolevi. Would he be great? I don't know if he'd be great. He'd be solid for sure. Uh, he'd be solid. Three-way trade. Jets, Nucks, and Habs. Okay, Fillmore, I, I'm, I'm intrigued. Set that up for me. Who do you think um, would have to go and to where and who would have to re retain? That's kind of interesting. 
Jaskern, Demko should be healthy, so I hope his stellar goaltending can carry us to the playoffs. Yeah, he's, uh, we need a healthy Demko for sure. We saw what happened last season when Demko is not healthy. It's not pretty. It's not pretty. Did you start your vlogs in the car or did you do something different before that? I love the three things. Uh, what were I, Shiraz, I can't remember what the three things were now. Uh, oh, was it uh, what I like, what I didn't like, and one other thing? Yeah, actually, those, if you're talking about what I like, what I didn't like, one other thing, those were for post game videos. And I could easily bring that back. But because I was doing a lot of either post game live streams or game over Vancouver, I didn't get a chance to do as many post game videos as I wanted to. So I'm still thinking about um, what my content's going to look like in the fall. But um, yeah, but thank you. If those are the three things that you're talking about, I appreciate that. And did I start my vlogs in the car? No, um, I did it more out in my house or outside my house. And then when I went to daily, I started doing them in the car just because it was the most consistent place to do it. I, I could control the sound. I could control the environment for the most part, unless I got hit. And then, um, and then it was easy to set up the tripod and microphone every single time. Great question, Shiraz. What are your thoughts on Pearson? Is he going to return or is the whole surgery debacle going to end his time as a Canuck? Do you think it could go to court? Uh, great questions, Justin. I do not. Uh, actually, I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't know where he's at right now in his recovery. Is it going to go to court? Pearson didn't, he didn't say no. I, I remember that from the year-end media. So uh, I think there's a chance it goes to court. I, I, that's just kind of messy and it's almost unprecedented. That, that would be, wow, that would be a really, really crazy story now I think about it. I, I sure hope not, but Justin, I, I don't know. Wasn't Myers supposed to fetch us a second? That's what management wanted. Yeah, that's a little bit high, I think. Starting to look like the Markstrom situation was an L. RNG, are you talking about the fact that uh, he's been an L for Calgary? Yeah, if you remember that summer 2020 after the bubble, the Canucks lost Markstrom, Tanev, Toffoli, and Stetcher. Now, Stetcher, no big deal. I think Markstrom, we knew that if we didn't trade him or didn't let him go, I should say, that um, that we might lose, good chance we'd lose either Demko or Markstrom in the expansion draft. So that was fine. Oh, not fine, but uh, I, I couldn't understand why. I think the Tanev one hurts the most, and to Foley, they could have done it a little bit better as well. Do you think injuries didn't help our bad start last season, or was it truly a Boudreaux coaching-style problem? Of course, injuries didn't help. Um, and... I think it was a little bit of everything. It was guys weren't fully healthy. I think Boudreaux didn't have the team fully in sync coming out of preseason. So add those two things up. And and yeah, we were 0-5 out of the gate, which is which was bad. Have I heard anything on Damon Severson from New Jersey? Mark, I know um, both Sakaris and Price and Donnie and Dolly were talking about him today. I think he's going to be too expensive, um, especially for a team like the Canucks. What like what? I don't even know. Is he UFA or RFA? What what's his contract situation right now? But I think he'll be too expensive for the Canucks for sure. Martian contract is finally looking somewhat bad, but I don't want to wish him bad. Although it's making our decision look better, keeping Demko. Yeah, and and there are many people, including myself and many of you, that at the time, at the time, we liked the decision to keep Demko, and then when they signed for contracts, Demko one million dollars um, less a year, five million as opposed to six million. I think people were really happy with that deal. 
Yeah, I would have loved to kept to Foley, especially if the number was in the four to five range. I think he would have scored a lot. I really do. I really do. Do you think can I sign a goalie to PTO to compete with Silas Martin and the young goalie? Yeah, uh, to Pillar or whatever his name is. Uh, they might not have to, actually. Uh, I think the emergence of Silovs, although I think you need a fifth goalie in the system because you need two up in Vancouver, two in Abbotsford, and you need another guy just in case someone gets injured. So maybe they do sign one more goalie, but I, I think they're fine with Martin and Silovs battling for that spot. I really am. I really do. With Kuzmenko, Bo, a healthy Mikheyev, and a returning Besser Garland pending no trade, where does that leave guys like Podkolzin and Hoglander? She's like, there's no real chance for them to grow being in the bottom six. Yeah, um, that's a really, really good point as well. I think that's why you need to trade a Besser, Bovillier, Garland, because I think you need Hoglander on a, in a top nine spot, and you need Podkolzin in a top nine spot. So if you're talking about top nine, there's only six spots for regular wingers, three left wingers and three right wingers, and you just name five right there, and that's without Pearson. So it could be Kuzmenko, Bovillier, Mikheyev, Besser, Garland, Pearson, if he's healthy, Hoglander, and Podkosin. So it's eight forwards, eight wingers competing for six spots because you got to pencil Dakota Joshua in as a fourth-line spot. So we'll see. Great point. Injuries didn't help our start, but it showed Boudreaux can't rely on Demko all the time. We've seen how goalies do eventually get worn out. Absolutely, yes. If Petey stays with the team his whole career, will he be the best Canuck to ever play? Too early to say. I think it's too early to say. I think if he's healthy, he could easily be because he'll be. I think he'll uh, his point totals will will rival the Sedins. Um, but I think he's among the most talented, if not the most talented. But a lot of things got to happen. So I, I do think it's a tiny bit early to say to proclaim him as the best Canuck player ever. No, JS, you didn't miss it. And no, I'm not streaming tomorrow. I will be watching the game and then I'll be going to play tennis with my son, Sean. So not streaming tomorrow. Why do you think it took so long to circle back to the re-signing Toffoli? Because he signed with Calgary by the time Benning did that. Yeah, I just, uh, Jim, the famous quote of Benning running out of time, I just think he wasn't that shrewd at negotiating. And I think he uh, kind of, kind of naively presumed that the guys would wait for him, whereas they were obviously shopping themselves for better offers. Would you package your eleven pick to move OEL contract, or would we have to add more? Yeah, you'd have to do more than just eleventh and OEL. I think, I think, would I do it? Um, it really is. It kind of a, kind of a what's the word um i can't think of the saying what's oh cop out cop out it's kind of a cop out but i uh, but I, I think my answer is going to be it depends on what we get back quite frankly but i'm not big on the idea of trading our 11th overall pick i remember when we got to foley i was so happy because we didn't have to watch him torch us that was my first two years as a fan i thought to myself why does this guy named to foley score so much he is was very good Will Jet Wu make the team? I think, Mark, this is the year he finally plays games for the Canucks. I don't think he's one of the starting six defensemen, though. If you don't think Parkos is a bust, what is your thought on Kako? Well, I don't think he's a bust either. Um, I, I, I don't think you can call any of these guys bust yet because they're only 21 and 22 years old. So, yeah, I, I don't think they're bust yet. Just sorry, Vito, about Besser wanting to stay. I personally think if we get a good offer, we should trade him. He hasn't really lived up to expectations that we should keep just because he wants it. Yeah, totally fair, Gurpreet. 
but I'm not sure if we're going to get a good offer right now because you don't want to trade a guy when his stock is low. Definitely, we should play tennis when I'm in town. I'm still waiting for my passport, so technically can't come. Yeah, no problem. Let me let me practice for sure. I got to practice a lot. Saw this on Twitter. Who is the toughest Canuck ever? Toughest. Yeah, Gino was tough. Rippin was tough. Um, Bashir was tough. Yeah, maybe he one of those three guys. Yeah, I, I prefer if we kept our picks. If we kept all our Canucks players in 2020, do you think they would succeed more? Of course. Of course. Of course, but then uh, you'd have to try and uh, fit them all into salary cap, though. Why would a GM think about saying, we ran out of time? Worst thing you could say as a GM, if our owner was smart, he'd be gone right after those comments. Yes, Jastrin, that's why there's so many fans frustrated with that summer. Yes, and Toffoli did say he loved playing here. That That is painful for sure. What was Benning's worst aspect of being GM? The signing the free agents or something else? Um, his drafting was okay because uh, he he drafted um, PD. He drafted Besser, PD, and Hughes, but then he also drafted Vertanen and Yolevi. Um, I'd say some of his contract extensions were okay, like the Sedins and Besser and others, um, but his free agent signings were horrible. Think of Louis Erickson. Think of actually was Tyler Myers a free agent signing or did was that one a a re-signing? So I I think is I think his contract management salary cap stuff was not great, but his trading I think his trading and his drafting was okay. It was his contracts that that were bad. Do, does the Canucks try to use LTR to get cap? They have to if they still have guys that are under contract. It's a good thing Besser wants to stay. His salary is not the best, but if he can bounce back, and I think he will, why not? Yeah, I, I think um, it's a great it's a great story if Besser does bounce back. Would Stetcher be a, a good third-pairing D-man here? I'd take him for a 1.5 or less. Sounds like Lafreniere may be coming to the Canucks. Uh, I, I don't know if, if if it's safe to say he's coming to the Canucks or it sounds like it. I he's There's rumored interest. To give to get him, uh, first overall pick, former first overall pick, yeah, I think you're trading maybe two pieces to get him. A roster player and a prospect, maybe. I don't I don't know. I'm ve not very good at uh, doing the, the value things. Do you think McDonough starts the season in Vancouver? Oh, yes. There, there's another wing I've heard about. I say Abbotsford. Is there anything Alvin has done so far in his time here that you aren't the biggest fan of? Um, Aren't the biggest fan of? Uh, yeah, I would have liked him to be a, a little more creative. I thought the Horvat trade was okay. I'm, I'm, I like that he's not afraid to make moves. I know he gave up a lot for Hronik, but you have to give up quality to get quality. So there's been nothing where I've said, oh my gosh, I can't believe that happened. But I, I, there's been nothing that said, wow, this guy's the best GM ever either. Myers was a free agent. Thanks, Angus. Let's not forget, Benning wanted to draft Cody Glass. He didn't want to draft PD. It was the other guys that, like Linden guys who wanted PD. That, that's a good point. What is the Canucks salary cap? All the teams have an, like an $82 million cap, 82.5. Or you're asking what the definition is. It's all the contracts added up and you can't go over a certain numbers. It's to prevent a team from just spending crazy amounts of money on guys. All free agents were bad in terms of term and money. Benning was only okay. I think he drafted Pods and Hoglander too. And yeah, he did. He did. 
say what you want about Benning. He drafted two franchise players. Yeah, and I think you got to give him credit because he could have easily picked, like I said, Cody Glass, even if it wasn't his idea to pick PD. He could have picked many guys instead of Quinn Hughes, but those, those are two great picks for sure. Yes, Edmund, I, I, I'm not sure if you were late here. I talked about that already at the start of the stream. That means Garland, Bovillier, or D-Men will be gone. Yeah. Yeah, that, I think one or not, if not two of those forwards will be gone. So if Dan goes down with Sportsnet, what does that mean? He's going to focus fully on SDPN. He's going to stay with Sportsnet until the end of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Benning's worst move was the OEL trade. He capped on players in the last year and picked up OEL's awful contract. Dylan Gunther would be a future Canuck. Yes, yes, and yes. Does LA get worse with their trade they're involved in? Um, yeah, it, they do a little bit because they didn't get any, really any good assets because they already had Gavrikov. So technically I thought they got a little worse. But I could see why they did it. First thing that comes to mind is Alvin could have done better is the Bruce situation. Uh, yeah, that's a really good point. I can't believe I forgot that. His moves aren't bad. I think the Ronick deal wasn't so bad. I agree. If Benning was still here, would he have tried to without thinking about the cap years? I don't know. I, fangirl, I, 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 I have no, I have no way of telling. If you're asking me my opinion, uh, no, I, I, I don't, I don't think the owners would, would, would have liked that. And it basically Benning admitting that he made a mistake and then trying to buy his way out of it. Franchise players are top ten picks. Yes. What's going on with Pod Colson? Uh, nothing. It just uh, oh, I forgot to, I forgot to talk about him. It's okay. We're already uh, and that's what I said that I was going to talk about. The Pod Colson thing was basically. Uh, I'll, I'll do this for for just a minute, really quickly. I was supposed to talk about this. Is is especially compared to Cole Caulfield. Cole Caulfield signs a a deal worth sixty three million dollars, just under eight million dollars a year. Caulfield was picked fifteenth overall in twenty nineteen. Pod Colson is picked 10th overall. Caulfield has 85 points in 120 games. Pod Colson has only 33 points in 118 games. So you can always do this with drafts. There are players that are, you know, that were drafted later than Pod Colson that have been putting out way better points. Now, Pod Colson might not, not be the sniper or a point of game guy, but if he can develop into a, a solid middle six forward, I think we take that. So um, yeah, that was. I was going to do that more in like four or five minutes, but I just did it in one. Thank you for the reminder, Tyler. As soon as Vegas wins the cup, Marshall Stoll could be a dark horse for Conn Smythe. Yes. Yep, absolutely. And he's scoring a lot of goals. People were talking about Eichel or even Aiden Hill, but yeah, it could be Marshall Stoll. Highest salary in the Cucks right now is likely Quinn Hughes. Oh, no, starting next season, it's it's Miller at $8 million, then it's Hughes at seven eight five. If Detroit didn't play dumb in the draft, they, yes, but they took uh, Zadina instead. One winger to play with PD. Any winger in the in the league. Oh man, um, I, I think Matthew Kachuk would look really good on PD's wing, <laughs> or Drysido if he plays as a winger. I wonder if Dangle will be doing a watch of Leafs game streams. Uh, I'm. They'd have to figure out some rights issues because I, I don't think SDPN can get the rights. I think Benning was overheated. My outside of the summer of 2020, I felt like he was fine. Oh, overhated. Outside of this that summer, yeah, I, I I respectfully disagree. I think he made a lot of bad moves. Does Ratu get a shot at three C or four C role, or the Canucks sign someone more experienced and play Joshua as one of those centers? Uh, 
Uh, I think, no, I think the Canucks will still sign a third line center and then have Neil Zaman as the fourth line center, not Joshua. If I'm Alvin, I call the Blues and ask the price tag on Colton Pareko. We should sign pause to the Caulfield deal. No, that's too much. That's too much. The Pierre Dubois trade fans want could be JT Miller, especially Habs are involved. Yeah, you're going to have to move a big piece. Good night, average dude. If Vegas does win the cup, it makes the Pacific look a bit better. People say Pacific is bad, but we had four teams with 100 points. Yeah, but then they're also beating up on teams in the Pacific. Which former Canucks player would be a good fit with this current roster? Um, I always point to Bure or the Sedins. Yeah, you, you could put Henrik and Daniel as your, as your second line now, and then you can have Miller as a winger with them or as opposed to a center. Friends, let's move to Ask Me Anything now. Um, so I'll, I'll give a one-minute reprieve for hockey-related questions. I just, I just bounced that on you. But yes, uh, let's do Ask Me Anything now for the last five minutes or so. Scenes could look good anywhere. Yes. Since Vegas is halfway there for the Cup, at least we don't have to hear about passing, uh, drafting Kachuk along or finally winning a Cup. Yeah, uh, well, we still will if, uh, if somehow Florida makes an amazing amazing comeback i just don't see it happening for sure what's my go-to meal if you're talking about eating it or buying it it's sushi all day every day i eat a lot of it and and salmon sashimi specifically but sushi for sure i smell smoke here in Yelltown from forest fires uh richmond it's not so bad but my office which is near queen elizabeth park I definitely felt, uh, definitely smelt it all day. Favorite food besides sushi? It's either pasta or it's steak. What was the score against Jacob in tennis? He actually, it was actually Sean, and he beat me six four. Yeah, he, we played a full set, and he beat me six four. Best bio steel flavor? Never even had it, Sky. Never even had it. What made you want to start up your channel uh, 15 years ago, Mitchell? Great question. It was actually, it wasn't even sports related. It was about faith and family. So I would do some videos about my kids, about my family, and do some videos about my work, my youth ministry. And then the Canucks came later. It was actually Olympic 2010 Winter Olympics that came first. And then it was Canucks after that. Great question. How do you see the bloodline story unfolding? This is epic cinema. Solo, Jimmy, and so on. Rikishi or Rock return. Wouldn't count on the Rock, Justin. I do think maybe Rikishi. Yeah, they have. Yeah, they've drawn it out for a long time, but it's never felt dull. I think obviously they they really like putting Jay Uso in the middle of everything. Conflicted now between Jimmy and and Roman still, of course, loyal to Jimmy, but you never know if he's going to be completely loyal. So, um, I think ultimately Solo. Uh, I've read that ultimately they're going to make Roman Reigns a, a massive face again, maybe to end off his career. So we'll see. Yeah, it's, it's been great. Um, I think it still could be Eichel if Eichel plays well last little bit. And then if Florida somehow wins, it'll be Kachuk. Did you play deuce scoring or did you play game point? Oh, we played deuce scoring for sure. But it rarely got to deuce. Basically, uh, whoever was serving, the other guy would usually win because our serves aren't that great. Gatorade or Powerade? I'm a Gatorade guy. When do I think Roman finally loses? Mm, 
Does he go all the way to WrestleMania next year? Maybe it's then. I have not tried Prime yet. Since your Instagram, I found the baseball team, the Savannah, Savannah Bananas. Similar to Harlem Globetrotters, minus half the scripting, only the dancing scripted. Okay, I'll look up the Savannah Bananas. Thank you, fangirl. No, I've not tried Prime yet. What do you think how Apple Vision Pro will change things for content creators? Yeah, you know, I've only read a little bit about it yet. I haven't watched the release or the demos yet. So I can't really comment, Angus. I know it's bloody expensive, so... I, um, but yeah, between Vision Pro, AI, I think there's a... It's going to be interesting next 18 months for content creators for sure. But I haven't really thought about it yet. How did the kids get into bowling? Uh, my family... I used to bowl when I was a kid. And then at church, we would take the youth group every few months. And then we just... One summer, Kids Bowl Free Program. You get two free games every single day and we took the kids almost every single day one summer and they fell in love with the game yeah the family bowling nights are pretty because kayla's good too kayla's a gold medalist jacob's a gold medalist sean is a very good bowler i think i'm good gail doesn't bowl but she just watches and it's hilarious it's uh, we should live stream some more of those actually if the kids are up to it because they're a lot of fun favorite mobile game interesting I only have two games on my phone, Blackjack and Yahtzee. Did you hear that New York City has the worst air quality in the world because of Canadian wildfires? So bad MLB had to postpone the Yankees game. I did not even know that. Thank you, fangirl. Really curious to see who they make Rome lose to. It better not be someone like Sami Zayn. Imagine if Rock returns. Yep. Could be The Rock. Oh, Coke or Pepsi? Gurpre, you got to know the answer to this. I am sponsored by Pepsi, so I'm going with Pepsi. Although I do drink Coke as well, but don't tell anyone. It's funny, I, I've been making a big deal how much how much I hate bubbly, and I think bubbly is made by PepsiCo. Whoops. When Gatorade was new, I saw it at the old China Can store. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, yeah, I got to find some pictures of the New York sky. Kraken Hockey League uses AI to generate a game recap when you look up score. Wow, did not know that. Did you hear that? In about 500 years from now, New York will be underwater. 500 years from now? Okay, no, I did not hear that. What do you think about the Cody Rhodes story? I was surprised he did not win at WrestleMania, but I, I trust there's a bigger plan in play. No problem, Carol. Uh, I, yeah, I'll be winding down in about three minutes or so. Glad you're here, though. Kraken Adult Hockey League. When you go online to see the scores of games, there's actually a written paragraph about the game plus the regular stats. Gotcha, gotcha. Broadcasting inspirations. Um, if you mean aspirations, No. I don't have any. If you mean who do I actually like in the broadcasting world, um, no one that may inspire me to say, oh man, I got to start a YouTube channel. Or, oh man, I'm going to try and be like this. But the guy, I did like Don Taylor a lot growing up. I liked all the sports sports page crew. Don Taylor, Barry McDonald, John Shorthouse. I liked all those guys. There's so many so many guys that came through there. Dave Randorff. How much Pepsi do you drink now per day? Usually one or two cans, which is too much still. Brown or white rice? White. Adam Cole underrated? Nah, no, I would actually dare say, would I say he's overrated? No, he's about where he should be. I'm surprised they let Austin Theory win against Cena. Yeah, well, they're trying to build him for sure. Hi, Carol. And do you use lots of soy sauce when eating sushi? Do you like using wasabi more? I used to do a lot of soy sauce, less wasabi. Now I'm doing the opposite. Less soy sauce, more wasabi. Best steak rareness? I eat my steak rare. Not medium rare, but rare. 
How much did I drink today? I had two cans today. One at lunch and one on my way home. I've had Popeyes once. I know I wasn't completely impressed. I thought it was just okay. New York sinking one to two millimeters a year in about 500 years of underwater. Wow, that's crazy. What do you order from the keg usually? I do bacon wrapped scallops and then I do keg classic dinner, usually teriyaki. Man, it always goes to food around here, doesn't it? <laughs> Not that I mind. All right, friends, I'm going to wrap up here. This is your last chance to break the donation shutout. Uh, I am fine if the donation train remains idle, but if anyone wants to leave a dono, you can. If everyone wants to subscribe, please do so. Like the video. You can become a member. You can upgrade your membership. But most importantly, thank you for being here tonight and for your great questions as always. Now, this is what we are going to do for the rest of the week. I am not streaming tomorrow. And then, actually, I'll just answer these last two. Tyler, I was just a talking about Pepsi. Yes, I had two today. And Carol, what would you say is your favorite show? If you're talking about TV, um, I love the two. My two favorite are Criminal Minds and The Blacklist. Those are my two favorite shows. Okay, now I will wrap up. Just, oh, by the way, Justin gifts membership, which is the same as a $5 donation, which is awesome. In fact, it's better than a $5 donation because someone gets a membership. So let's give Justin some love in the chat. Thank you, Justin, for that generous donation, that generous gift. And Gurpreet is back onto, back onto this, the CCC membership with a new franchise membership. So thank you, Justin, for your generosity. And congratulations to Gurpreet for coming back on. So my next stream will be on Sunday night. However, Legends and Hall of Fames members, I'll be reaching out to you tomorrow with sign up for our one-on-ones to take place over the next week or so. So um, I will advise you of that. Also, I see another donation. This one from Carol. Thank you, uh, thank you, donation for the Carol. Thank you, Carol, for the donation. I'm so sorry I'm late, but here, here's some money for pepsi thank you i already had a couple today but thank you carol let's give some love to carol in the chat acting like the true legend that she is so once again my next stream is on sunday i know it's a bit of a gap but um, i'll get back to nightly streams once closer to when the season starts but for now i'll do two or three a week also there's canucks after dark as well um so i'll always be around and then yes legend hall of fame members i'll be reaching out to you tomorrow with the schedule for the next week Friends, thank you for being here. On your way out, subscribe, like the video, leave a donation, become a member, upgrade your membership, or gift a membership. Thank you, Justin, for gifting that membership to Gurpreet. Thank you, Carol, for their donation. I'm now going to go jump into bed. No, I'm going to probably watch AEW first upstairs so I don't distract Gail or disrupt her. And then I'll watch the game. Uh, no, what am I talking about? I'll watch wrestling. Then I'll, I'll climb into bed downstairs, and I'll figure out how many of the, of the family are actually going to sleep downstairs and join the emo family slumber party. Thank you to my sponsors, Advanced City Experts Real Estate, Perform and Transform, Personal Training Weight Loss, and thanks to all of you for joining me tonight. And don't forget, if you're listening on a podcast platform, make sure you rate and review. Thanks, friends. 
hope you guys have a really good night and a good next few days. I'll um, I'll try and check in with some videos over the next few days, but no stream until Sunday night. In the meantime, stay safe, stay healthy, take care of yourselves, and take care of each other. By the way, there are three types of people in this world. Three types. Those who can count and those who can't. God bless and go Canucks go. Booyah.